let's talk about rejection because rejection happens to all of us no matter what stage of life we're in no matter what stage of dating we're in no matter how old we are how young we are we're gonna get rejected at some point just as we are going to reject someone else at some point so I wanted to talk a little bit about how to deal with rejection that comes from dating and I also want to start this by saying the other week I put a reel out on my Instagram and the reel was about um it was something to do with rejection I'm just trying to find it so that I can share it with you <laughs> it was something to do with oh, how I respond to rejection in my 20s versus how I responded to rejection in my 30s. And I shared what has changed for me, which is kind of how we're going to start this episode because I want to share the differences um, with you on here. But the comment that someone left me on this reel, I was like, are you kidding? Welcome to the Date With Confidence podcast, a place to come for dating advice, support and stories that'll either fill you with hope or relief that your dating experience wasn't as bad as it could have been. With practical episodes that'll provide you with easy to implement tips to help you feel confident AF on your next date, alongside lighthearted catch-ups where your host Rebecca, that's me by the way, shares her own experience dating after four years of the single life. You are guaranteed to end each episode feeling less alone in your dating struggles, empowered to never settle again and confident that the best is yet to come and if it all falls to shit there's a special first season dedicated to breakups you are welcome my friend subscribe review and share with your single friends so the comment that i got someone left on the reel was imagine getting rejected while you're 30 and i was like oh my god imagine it imagine imagine getting rejected in your 30s how horrendous would that be? What will we do? How will we cope? It's the end of the world. And I, I, it just, it didn't bother me. I was just like, it made me laugh because I was like, okay, the alternative to not getting rejected or the alternative to getting rejected is never putting yourself out there, never living your life in any way, shape or form. Like every part of our lives sets us up for rejection. When we apply for jobs, if we create our own business if we put posts out on social media there is the possibility that we'll be rejected by people literally every single part of our lives is about getting rejected so the fact that this comment was like imagine getting rejected when you're 30 like yeah imagine it and I want to say there's no shame around it at all it is okay if you get rejected it's okay if you get rejected more than once it's not the end of the world it doesn't mean there is anything wrong with you it doesn't mean that you're not good enough it doesn't mean that you're never gonna find love and I am someone who has or I believe that I have rejection sensitivity dysmorphia which is often associated with ADHD I am very sensitive to rejection even the littlest tiny things can make me feel rejected But because I'm very aware of how sensitive I am to rejection, I do actively make the conscious choice to reprogram the thoughts that I'm telling myself so that I don't feel the rejection so intensely. And when I am experiencing rejection, I'm very nice to myself. I'm going to share with you exactly what I do anyway. Um, But there are certain things that I do to ensure that I'm not letting the feeling of being rejected take over. So let's let's start. Let's get started with how I used to respond to rejection in my 20s versus how I respond to rejection now I'm in my 30s because it is 
pretty like it's significantly different so when I was younger if I felt rejected by someone and this could be in like across different ways if if it was I'd been broken up with if I'd been dumped if a guy that I fancied didn't fancy me back if I tried it on with someone and they knocked me back if I put myself out there and said to someone look I really like you and they rejected me or if I'd been I say I say dating someone I didn't really do dating um because the dates I went on when I was younger either I just went on those first dates and was like you're not for me or the dates ended up in relationships so I suppose more like hooking up with someone like if I'd been hooking up with someone for a little while and then we decided to go our separate ways or they were like I've changed my mind then that's the kind of rejection that I experienced when I was younger and the the first thing that I did the first thing that I did pretty much whether anything was happening in my life whether I was being rejected whether I was celebrating whether I was just living a normal everyday life would be to turn to alcohol because alcohol helped me numb my feelings and also alcohol very much helped me feel confident I used it as a tool to help me feel confident which I don't advocate for now obviously but it was what I used to make me feel like I was my best to make me feel confident to help me push myself out of my comfort zone to help me do the things that I would probably struggle with when I was sober so things like hitting on guys in bars um flirting with guys going home with guys alcohol was definitely something that I used to help me feel confident in that area and in feeling more confident in that area I then got the validation that I needed from other people so if I'd been rejected from someone for example I wish I could think of like an actual example off the top of my head but I can't but if I'd been rejected by someone then I would go on a night out I would have a few drinks I would flirt with someone and either hook up with them in the bar or I might give them my number or I might suggest going home with them and in receiving that response from them and their response being sure here's like I'll take your number or kissing me back or coming home with me those responses were my validation that I was still wanted someone I was still desired by men I was still wanted by men there was still someone that wanted me like it didn't matter that I'd been rejected by this other person because oh look I've got a new guy that's desiring me and that's how I process the rejection by just simply seeking validation from someone else so it's seeking that reassurance and that validation that I'm still okay and I couldn't give myself that validation at the time I didn't know how to give myself that validation and I would never even have thought of being able to give myself that validation it was always seeking everything externally whereas things are very different now I'm very good at validating myself and in some way so alcohol was the first thing sleeping with other people was the next thing so either one night stands or jumping into like a situationship with someone else or just like hooking up with random people because it was fun and I wanted to as I said, like proof that I could still do that. That was something that I was capable of. And then on some occasions, I'd also like get in my head around like, okay, how am I going to get them back? 
I'd like mastermind this plan for how can I make them sad that they've let me go? How can I make, how can I give them FOMO that they have rejected me? How can I make them think of me all the time? So this might be things like, I don't know. Oh my God, this is so embarrassing to admit. (laughs) There was, there's probably been more than one occasion where I have messaged someone accidentally on purpose something either flirty or okay I'm here now or thank you for a great night last night I don't even think I ever said that but I think it's more like yeah okay I'll be there in a minute or just something this is so manipulative or something that would grab their attention and in my mind if I sent a message like that and then was like oh sorry wrong person in my mind, they would be thinking, oh, what's she up to? Who is she seeing? What is she doing? And now, I, uh, now I'm obviously older and grown up and don't think like that anymore. I'm like, oh my God, they probably just thought, what an absolute mess, like how desperate is she? <laughs> or they just probably didn't give a fuck at all and was like, what an idiot and just rolled their eyes. <laughs> like, I don't think that tactic at worked at all, but there were definitely, there was definitely a lot of toxic behaviour coming from me, and I mean, I'm not going to feel ashamed about it, because what's the point of me feeling ashamed about the decisions I made when I was 20? <laughs> like, that's not going to help me, it's not going to enhance my life at all now. I would definitely do things differently now, um, but I would, like, mastermind this plan to try and get them back, or think about, like, how I could bump into them, or if I saw them on a night out, then I don't know if this even ever happened, but I imagine that I would purposefully, like, flirt with other people in front of them. Although now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, did that ever happen? I don't know. I'm just trying to think back to my toxic little 22-year-old brain. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's essentially how I responded to rejection in my 20s. Alcohol, hooking up with other people for validation and masterminding a terrible plan to try and get them back or behaving in a toxic way to uh, get their attention and I don't think it ever worked (laughs) so it was a waste of my time anyway now though now I'm a grown-up and I have a lot more self-worth and confidence and I love and accept myself for who I am and I can validate myself and meet my own needs I respond to rejection in a completely different way and that is one of the fir- one of the first things i do depending on the rejection so there are different different scales of rejection of course so based on the rejection levels from the episode that i recorded the am i delusional episode if you haven't listened to that then i'd highly recommend going and listening to that story of a dating experience that i had recently because that's kind of what encouraged me to create this episode for you that was a I mean it wasn't a grand scale rejection by any mean but it was a rejection on a bit of a bigger scale because I'd started to catch feelings I'd started to imagine not a future as in terms of like a long-term future but I'd started to imagine a few more things of like like a few more ways of how we'd spend time together I started to think about like emotional stuff that we'd be doing sex and all that kind of stuff I'd started to 
picture that happening over the coming months. And because I'd had those feelings, the rejection felt a bit bigger than uh, than an experience I had recently where a guy cancelled a date on the same day because he'd been seeing his ex and changed his mind. That was very much a small rejection in comparison to the rejection that I experienced based on the Am I Delusional episode. So there are there are different levels of rejection. When I've had a bigger rejection or a rejection that is triggering me and triggering lots of different past memories it's bringing up a lot of things that I've experienced in the past or things that I am struggling to coach myself through then I would do something like book a session with my coach so I would first point would be like okay I'm going to book this session with a coach because I know that yes I can coach myself through a lot of things but also I need an outsider's perspective, I need someone neutral to the conversation, I need someone that isn't my friend, well I mean having said that, I mean I've been working with her for a few years, like I consider myself very close with her, but I need someone that can give me a, not, outsiders isn't the right word that I want to use, like a neutral that can give me neutral feedback because when you share things with your friends, if I was to go to my friends and say, this is how I'm feeling, this is what's happened, and this happened with the Am I Delusional guy, I obviously shared with my friends what had been going on and when I got the message from him, I was actually with two of my closest friends and their responses are instantly um, defensive, instantly like, fuck that guy, you don't need him, what an arsehole, like, you're so much better than that, and that's what you'd expect from your friends, because they love you, and they care for you, and they protect you, and they don't want to see you hurt, and there's nothing wrong with that, it's amazing when you have supportive friends like that, and at the same time, you need the neutral responses because I think it's healthy to look at things from all angles and to work on healing yourself as opposed to creating loads of anger or toxicity around that person or shaming that person because at the end of the day we're all human we all make mistakes like yeah some people fuck up more than others and it is frustrating when you're on the receiving end of it but we're all humans, none of us are perfect. So booking a session with my coach is one of the first things I do to get that professional support to help me release any trauma that's in my body, to help me talk through things, to help me come to my own understanding of how I want to move forward. That's, that's the first thing. And to also help me make sure that I'm not getting in my head about making the rejection mean anything about myself. I'll then do things like focusing on the things that I love. So anything that makes me feel good, anything that brings me joy, anything that gets me out of my head and stops me overanalyzing the situation. I will take myself out for dinner. I will get myself dressed up and go and work from a cafe. I will do things that make me feel good. I'll spend time with my niece and nephew anything that just fills up my cup and reminds me that I do actually love being single. <laughs> like, I do enjoy it being single. I say I love being single, yes. I am actively dating, yes. But also I'm dating because 
like I'd like to meet someone, but at the same time, how am I trying to say this? There is nothing that I feel like is missing from my life. So if I meet someone, that's amazing. They will add to this life that I've created for myself that I already love. I am comfortable being single and I would rather be single than be with someone who isn't that into me and who isn't gonna add to my life. So I focus on doing things that I love to remind myself of this amazing life that I've created for myself and to remind myself it's not the end of the world that someone has rejected me. I also do things like the energetic kind of stuff, which I'm gonna talk about a bit more in a moment because these are the practices um, that I would that I do regularly anyway, but then when it comes to being rejected, I focus on them uh, in a bit more depth. I make sure that I spend time with my close friends, that I hang out with people that I love, and I also get back on the dating horse quickly. So with the Am I Delusional guy, like we'd been seeing each other for a few weeks, we'd been on a few really intense dates, as I said, I'd started to catch feelings, but when he decided that that was it for us, I wasn't going to sit at home and cry about it. I was very quick to get straight back on the dating apps and get new dates in the diary because I knew that the longer I left it, the harder it would be. I knew that I needed to get back out there straight away because if I didn't, then um, thoughts would go round and round in my head about I'm never going to meet anyone else, this was the closest that I've come to liking someone since my ex, I would have just spiralled. So whilst in my 20s I would like jump straight on that, like go out and hook up with someone, um, horse, (laughs) to get the validation externally, this time I do it from a place of I'm going to get back out and date people almost to, I I suppose it is in the same way, I don't see it as looking for validation, but I see it more as proving to myself that there are other options out there, and to prove that there are plenty more fish in the sea, so it's more of like an evidence-based exercise, as opposed to I need the validation from them, because I give myself that validation anyway, like I know that I'm going to meet someone, I know that I'm going to meet the exact person that I've been waiting for, my whole life, I know that I'm going to meet someone that I deserve, and I'm going to have that fairy tale love romance relationship that I desire. I just know that's going to happen, and by getting dates booked in with other people, I'm giving myself um, the evidence that there are other possibilities out there, and also I'm putting in the work that I need to put in to bring that opportunity to me. If that makes sense. So when it comes to you dealing with rejection, there are three bases that you really need to cover. And this is based on the 1990 mindset concept. I talked about the 1990 mindset concept in episode three, which was the ultimate guide to self-care or no, how to self-care when you are going through a breakup. So I touched on the 1990 mindset concept in that episode, but essentially there are three core principles for of the 1990 mindset concept and these are all taught really in depth inside the confidence course but I'll give you a quick overview now the first principle is that you only need to become 90% confident 90% of the time and the idea of striving for 100% confidence is actually 
really limiting for you because it's impossible to to get to that level. The second core principle is that you only need 90 seconds of confidence to make a decision or take an action that has the potential to change your life. And the third core principle is that there are three layers of confidence you need to work on to become 90% confident 90% of the time, aka become confident every day. And those three layers are think confident, act confident and feel confident. So when it comes to dealing with rejection and overcoming rejection when you're dating, you really want to look at each of these three layers and make sure you are doing exercises or working techniques or consciously thinking about each of these three layers to ensure that your confidence doesn't hit rock bottom and to ensure that you just get back to your most confident self as quickly as possible. So the think layer, this is where you want to focus on recognising any shitty thoughts that you're having. So if you've been rejected, what are you making that mean about yourself? Are you making it mean you're not good enough? Are you making it mean you're never going to find someone? Are you making it mean that all men are trash? Understand what shitty thoughts you've got on repeat and then rewrite them, reprogram them, change them because they're not going to be helpful for you at all. It's interesting to bring the awareness to your attention of these are the thoughts that I'm having, but then you get to choose new thoughts that are going to empower you and aren't going to send you into a spiral of self-doubt, self-worthlessness, <laughs> like not liking yourself. A great exercise you can do um, in the think area as well is writing out a list of all the cons about that person and then talk yourself into the rejection being a good thing. So I've done this with people that I've dated. I did it with a I'm delusional guy. Although I'm not going to say it's easy because when you're in that phase or in that stage where you've started to catch feelings, you've enjoyed your time with them, you've perhaps been through a a few week period or a couple of months period where you're having amazing dates and you feel like you've got a connection and you think like, oh my god, this might actually be it. Especially if you've been dating for a long time and haven't had that experience, it's very hard to think of any negatives about that person. And this isn't this isn't something that you do to then share with them or to share with other people. This is an exercise that you do to help you change your own mindset around rejection. So think of any little red flags you might have noticed. Think of anything that they perhaps did or said that you weren't that fussed about or that you maybe didn't like, but you were willing to overlook because you really liked them. Have that cons list and then talk yourself into the rejection being a really good thing. So we are so quick to talk ourselves into something being a bad thing. We are very quick to talk ourselves into being dumped or having like being rejected as being, we're not good enough. Did I say the wrong thing? Maybe I messaged too much. Maybe I didn't message enough. Maybe I should have sent them photos. Maybe I should have kissed them earlier. We're very quickly, we're very quick to spiral into those negative thoughts that make everything about us and why we're bad and why we're not good enough and what could we have done. But instead, you want to think differently. You want to challenge that thinking and you want to tell yourself, 
okay, this is great that they've rejected me because now my boundaries can be higher. Now I get to choose someone who does have all the qualities of my desires list and not just a handful of them. I get to go on more dates with more people. I get to meet new people. I get to have different adventures. I get to try out different styles of dates. Like talk yourself into rejection being a really amazing thing. They weren't the one anyway. Look at that cons list. They were not the one for you anyway. You just thought they were in the moment because it felt good. Then moving on to the act confident layer. You really want to do anything and everything you can to act confidently, even if you don't feel it. So wear things you love. Put on that outfit that makes you feel amazing. Doesn't matter if you're just going to the supermarket. Doesn't matter if you're just walking the dog. Doesn't matter if you're working from home. Put on something that makes you feel incredible so that every time you pass a mirror, you look at yourself and you go, damn, I look good. Oh, well, they missed out. Make an effort with your appearance, even if you don't feel like you want to. Do your skincare, maybe put some makeup on, maybe do your hair if that's what makes you feel good. Paint your nails, whatever makes you behave in a more confident manner. Stand tall. Tell yourself I love you in the mirror. I've got nine 90 second confidence boosters. These are exercises that you can do in 90 seconds that will instantly help you act more confidently. And these can be used when you're going on a first date, when you're overcoming rejection, if you're meeting someone's parents for the first time, these can be used in any different scenario. And you can find them inside the confidence kit. So I'll leave the link in the show notes for you so that you can go and download that. It's a free resource It's also got other exercises based on the think confident layer and the feel confident layer. So go check that out now. Then the feel confident layer, this is really about conjuring up feelings of confidence. So even though you're feeling rejected, even though you might be feeling a bit disappointed, even though you might be having these negative thoughts, you want to bring confidence into your body now. And you can do this by singing, by dancing around to your favourite playlist. You might scream into a pillow to let out any rage or anger or feelings of hurt. Let those bad emotions out. Bring that confidence into your body. You might want to do things like do a workout, go to a dance class, go to like a kickboxing class or something. Do anything that's going to shift any negative energy from your body. Some of my favourite practices are things like EFT tapping, breath work and meditation. It's all about releasing any negative energy and bringing positive, confident energy back to your body. So instead of feeling like you're not enough, you're shifting into, his loss, anyone would be lucky to have me, I'm fucking amazing, there are plenty more fish in the sea, I'm gonna get what I deserve. That's the energy you're gonna shift into, as opposed to this energy of, what have I done wrong? Why am I not good enough? Why does this all happen to me? We don't need that anymore. We're shifting into confident. I'm fucking brilliant. I'm gonna get what I deserve energy. This is just a redirection. Means fuck all about me. This is about them. It's also, I wanna just add this one in. This is not about toxic positivity. So it's not about forcing yourself to bury the negative emotions let the emotions out. As I said, scream into a pillow, have a cry, talk things through the th- talk things through with a coach, go for a run, let the anger out in a healthy way. It's not about forcing yourself to ignore these emotions that feel bad. It's just creating awareness around them 
processing them, letting them out and then choosing to move yourself into a more confident place. So I wanted to share with you a seven day action plan for when you are dealing with rejection. Because I feel like a lot of us can get stuck in the rejection stage for a long time. And I'm including myself in this because there have been countless times where the slightest little rejection, and I say slightest, like it's all relative. We are all allowed to feel how we feel. If what one person would consider a tiny rejection feels like a massive rejection to you, that is okay. There is no shame in feeling rejection on a massive scale. As I said before, I am very sensitive to rejection. So what might be a little thing for me, or what might be a massive thing for me might be so insignificant to you and vice versa. That's not an issue. But we want to move through this rejection quickly. So these are the exact things I did in the seven days after the rejection that I experienced with the am I delusional guy. So day one, feel however you need to feel. So when you get that rejection message or you've realised they've ghosted you or they give you a phone call and say, yeah, not into it anymore. Or this would be like event of the century if it actually happened. But if somebody did have the balls to say it to your face and say it to you in person, wow. Day one, feel however you need to feel. Message your besties, cry, get angry, overthink everything. It's okay for, to overthink it. It's okay to have those negative thoughts spiraling. It's okay to reread your messages a hundred times. It's okay to go through that phase of, did I make all this up? Am I delusional? Is this, is this something that I created in my mind? Is there something wrong with me? It's okay to go through all those emotions and to feel all those different feelings. And for me, I very much went through the five stages of grief, like every hour. I could do all five stages within an hour. So it's okay to experience that. I talk more about the five stages of grief in the the breakup bounce back, which is a mini course that I've created for helping you bounce back from rejection or breakups or ends of situationships, etc. And talk a bit more about that there. But it's okay to go through all those feelings and emotions. Let yourself fall apart if you need to. Let yourself do that day one. That's what you do. And by day one, I mean like first like 24 hours. Day two. You can still allow space for even more overthinking. So replay your dates, replay the conversations, reread the messages. It's still okay to be doing that on day two. But make sure that you're doing things for yourself as well. So soaking a bath, spend time with your friends, do all your self-care, get your hair done, whatever you need to do, self-care to the max, alongside the overthinking. Make plans. And then one thing that you also wanna do, if you had dates booked in with this person and you had future plans made with them, You want to make sure that you book new things in for those days. So get new plans in the diary, arrange to see your friends, arrange to see family, take yourself out for lunch, take yourself on a date, get new plans booked in so that on the days where you were supposed to see them, you're not just sat at home thinking, oh, but I was supposed to see them and we were supposed to do this and we were supposed to go here because you don't want to stay in that moping around energy. As I said, it's okay to feel upset about the rejection. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel all these emotions. But you don't want to let it impact your life to the point where it takes over everything. 
You also might want to throw yourself into work. You can numb a bit if you need to. There's no shame in numbing. Numb with Netflix, numb with overworking, numb with food. Probably don't numb with alcohol. I wouldn't really advocate for that anymore because that's just going to make things a million times worse. But numb a bit. And start matching with people on dating apps again. Have a little scroll through match with a couple of people and although your brain will be going oh but they're not going to be as good as x person ignore that little voice you want to remind yourself that there are plenty of opportunities out there for you then day three have a session with a counselor a coach or a therapist to help you get rid of all the shit so that you don't take it to the next guy you start dating i did this very very quickly so i'd got the message from him on the Wednesday evening I think this is like my recent one I got the message from him on the Wednesday evening and I'd booked a session with my coach for the following Tuesday because I knew I wanted to get rid of it quickly if it is just a small rejection so at the weekend I was supposed to go out with this guy and he messaged me on the day like literally two hours before we were supposed to meet like yeah I saw my ex so I don't think it's wise for me to date then Like, I don't need a session with my coach about that. I don't need to see a therapist. I don't need to see a counsellor about that. I'm fine with that. It's only when you are experiencing something that is gonna dramatically impact your everyday life and that is gonna suck you back into that hole of I'm not good enough, nothing's gonna work out for me, the, the kind of negative spiral. Day four, spend some time intentionally intentionally speaking to people who seem like nice people. So don't go for the I feel like you can tell the type you can tell the type on the dating apps you have the hot guys who have the posy photos who look like they're fuck boys who probably have their shirt off don't really give much information in the profile they are the people we're going to avoid during this phase you want to talk to the people who are smiley who are perhaps a bit geeky who have filled out a lot of information in their profiles, who are upfront and honest about what they want, who seem like fun. They are the people you want to chat to because you're going to get the better types of conversation from them. You're going to get conversation from people that are genuinely invested, genuinely nice guys. So have a few chats with them. But steer clear of seeking validation or making bad swiping choices, even though that instant gratification might help. Alternatively, and I'm not opposed to this in any way, shape or form, if you've got a fuck buddy or someone that you hook up with, hook up with them. Let yourself feel good for a few hours. Remind yourself there are other people out there that do desire you. It's okay to do that. If I had a fuck buddy, it's exactly what I'd do. But I don't at the moment. On day five, get another date booked in with someone else for a few days time. So the quicker you get back out there, the better. Unless it's been a long-term relationship, a toxic breakup, or you're still in a really negative headspace or your mental health is really struggling, then I don't advocate for getting straight on the dating horse. But I would also... But if if you are in a stronger place, if it has been a few months or a few weeks or just a micro-rejection, then get yourself a date booked in with someone else. So I had this, like the rejection a few weeks ago, I had um, with the Am I Delusional guy, got the message on the Wednesday, the following Thursday I had another date. 
And the Tuesday after that, I think I had a date as well. So I'd already got two dates lined up um, with a couple of different people with le- within less than a week because I wasn't just going to sit around and wait to feel better. Then day six is when I actually had my coaching session. So this is when I had my coaching session. I did the EFT. I did the... I didn't do EFT. That's a lie. I did a breathwork session with my coach. We did some trauma healing. I decided what closure looked like for me. I dove into what was actually coming up, all the triggers that had happened, why I was feeling so triggered by it. We looked at my past relationships. We looked at my history. We got rid of all the shit and it felt really good. I decided what closure was going to look like, dealt with the closure, did a cold cutting meditation, did all the things. So energetically, I felt like I was starting on a fresh slate. And then day seven, was when I went for a date or was it day eight maybe I lied maybe day eight was the maybe day eight was the um new date but if you can get yourself a date booked in within a week do it go on another date with someone else there is someone out there that is going to be better for you just got to get back on that horse remember rejection isn't about you it's not that you're not good enough it might be that you're not that person, that they don't think you're the one for them. And that's also fine. It doesn't mean that you as a person are not enough. It just means you're not what that person was looking for. And that's okay. They just work that into you. And however much that hurts, remember that there are times and experiences where another person hasn't been for you. You have just not been that into them. And just because someone chooses themselves doesn't mean that there is something wrong with you. You're just not a great match. And however much that sucks, it is okay. It will be okay. There is someone better out there waiting for you. Do not let this rejection stop you from living an incredible life, from putting yourself out there, from opening yourself up to possibilities, to more opportunities. Love is out there waiting for you. You deserve it and you're gonna have it. Okay, you can contribute your stories to the Date With Confidence podcast by heading to datewithconfidencepodcast.com slash contribute. Share your best or worst dating stories, your biggest icks, dating tips you think everyone should know, or ask me anything about my dating life or a burning question that you need an answer for. And don't forget to check the show notes for resources and courses to help you date with confidence. Thank you so much for listening, friends. I will see you in the next one. Thanks so much for listening to the Date With Confidence podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Subscribe, rate and review and share it with your single friends.